Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. John 10, 1-3 says, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, he who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens the door. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. In Old Testament times, the shepherds used to walk in front of the sheep, and they would name every sheep. And they would call them, literally, call them by name, and they would follow them. There was no driving the sheep like you see in Australian sheep um, sheep farms. There was no rounding them up with quad bikes or horses or anything else or cracking stock whips over them. The shepherd would just walk in front and call them. And I remember when I was milking cows, years ago now, that I would stand out and I'd call the cows and I'd say, come on, come on, come on. And they would start to come from all corners because they would meander all over the place, all over the farm, and they would start to make their way up the lane, up to the dairy. Some had already made their way up the lane to the dairy. They were the old ones and they all knew what it was all about. But the young ones you had to call and they would come And the shepherd in the Old Testament days was like that. He he lived with his sheep. He he cared for them, not as sheep, but he cared for them as his. And, And this is the way that Jesus cares for us. And we today are in a world that is so topsy turvy, it's upside down. There is so much separation. The enemy has destroyed so many marriages, destroying the family unit, destroying even individuals, making them like they're not even people. They're just numbers. You know, you you you, you don't go to a teller in a bank now to get your money out. You go to a hole in the wall, you whack a card in and it spits out a few dollars or it tells you you've got nothing in the bank. And you don't, you know, you, you don't buy a ticket at the ticket office when you get on a train. You, you swipe a card or you tap your phone or whatever, and you 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 ride on the on the train. And and people have lost have have lost. I don't know peoplehood. They've just we've just lost it. This world's in a mess, and a lot of people feel disjointed, separated, lonely, alone, just who am I? What am I? You know, today with all this stuff that's going on, you know, what am I? Am I really human? Am I? What am I? And I want to talk to you this morning about an incident. You see, Jesus, oh, this Jesus, he is... He was fully man, 100%, 
and fully God, 100%. He came to earth as a child for two purposes. One was to do the will of the Father, and the other purpose, which was the will of the Father, was to die for our sins so that we could walk free, so that we could be part of. There is a cry in the heart of every human being to be part of, not to be isolated, not to be separated, not to be different than, but to be part of. And Jesus is the only one who can make you part of. The enemy wants to destroy that. And I suppose if you look in the world in the natural, you would think he's doing a pretty good job. Well, I want to tell you that God is moving mightily, mightily among the people of this world. I want to tell you that God loves you personally and his he is he's not just interested in you he is that but he he has an intimate interest in you as a person you are not alone in this world yes you you are not alone in this world god is with you right now in whatever situation, whatever condition, whatever position you're in. He is there with you. The Spirit of God looks for those that he might call unto God. And he's looking for you this morning. He's looking to, if you walked away from God, he's looking to bring you back in to a relationship. Not that God ever ever severed the relationship, but sometimes in our minds we can think, oh, God's against me because I've done this or that or the other thing. Oh, God doesn't want to have anything to, to do with me because of this or that. I want to tell you that when you are at your worst, God loved you enough to hang on the cross as Jesus Christ. He loves you enough to pay the price. He loves you enough to draw you in. He loves you enough to say that you are my child. Come home. Come home. I want to tell you a story about a, a woman in Samaria. Jesus and his disciples were going up to Jerusalem from Judea to Galilee. And the Jews and the Samaritans, they hated one another in those days. And the Jews would never walk into the Samaritan countryside or enter a Samaritan village or even talk to a Samaritan. And, and to get to Galilee from Judea, the quickest way was to go up through Samaria. But no Jew would do that. They would cross the Jordan and they would walk up the other side of the Jordan and back in on the top end of Samaria up to Galilee. What Jesus said to his disciples, he said, boys, we are going to Samaria. And uh, I could imagine that they were, I suppose you could say, gobsmacked. They said, no, no way. Jews don't have anything to do with Samaritans. We're not going there. And Jesus said, I have need to go to Samaria. And so they set off. And they came to a Samaritan village around about lunchtime. And uh, Jesus was tired, the Bible says, and so he sat down under the shade of the 
of the covering of the well. He sat down at the well and he said, you guys go and get something to eat for us and I suppose go to find a Maccas or a bit or whatever and, and, and bring back some food. So they all took off and left Jesus there. Now, a woman from the village, which wasn't far away, because they tend to put villages near wells for obvious reasons, a woman came out at midday to gather water. Now, the women were the ones that gathered the water, and they would do it very early in the morning when it was cool. And they would do it because it was quite a heavy load to carry. Um, one litre of water is a kilogram. So, you know, if you're carrying 20, 30 litres of water, you've got a lot of weight on your shoulders. And the pots were heavy and they would come out in the morning and they would, you know, titter-tatter, do as women do, talk about this, that and every other thing around the well, gather their water and go back. Now, this particular woman wouldn't come out with them because she had been banished from them because of her lifestyle, because of who, quote, unquote, she was. And so she would come out in the afternoon knowing full well that nobody would be at the well. And she met this man called Jesus. And he asked him, asked her, asked her for a drink. Give me a drink, she said. He said. And she said, Who are you that you would talk to me, a Samaritan and a woman? Single men didn't talk to single women, or women in particular, unless there was another male present. That was the tradition of the day. And Jews didn't talk to Samaritans. And Jesus said to her, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for a drink, and I would give you water that you would never thirst again. The water that you draw from the well, you drink and you thirst again. And, and she said, who, 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 who are you? Are you a prophet? And he, he said to her, the man that you are living with now, oh, so sorry, he said to her, go get your husband. And she said, I have no husband. And he said, that's correct. The man you're living with now is not your husband. And you have had five husbands. And she was gobsmacked that he knew her life. And he said to her, you ask me for, for water and I will give you water. You would never thirst again. And she said, we know that Messiah is coming. We know that he will make it all right when he comes. And he said, I, you are who you are speaking to. I am he. I am the Messiah. Now, Jesus told this woman, this Samaritan woman, not a Jew, this woman, not a man, told this woman that he is the Messiah that they are looking for. And she immediately ran back into the town and immediately told everybody, come, see a man who told me all about my life. Is he the Messiah? And they came running out to see Jesus. You see, Jesus did not condemn her. He did not 
belittle her. Jesus accepted her. Jesus comforted her. Jesus, yes, he told her exactly who she was, but he gave her opportunity to receive him as Messiah, and he did. she did. And she became a great evangelist in that whole area. In fact, the, the whole village came out and asked him to stay with them for two days. And he did. He stayed and he spoke to them and he ministered to them. You see, Jesus said to his disciples, I have need to go to Samaria. He could see that woman's need. He could see the ache in her heart. He could see the great condemnation of me that he was, that she was under. And he told them, I am going to meet her need. And he does that all the time. And I want to tell you that Jesus right now is there with you to meet your need. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how you got there. The only thing that matters is that Jesus is with you. You say, well, I can't feel him. Well, it's not a matter of what you feel. It's a matter of what you believe. And if you believe correctly, you will live correctly. If you believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, if you believe that he has taken your sin, if you believe that he loves you, loves you, yes, he loves you, that he doesn't condemn you, but he is gathering you into himself to be part of a great family, a wonderful family, a family that will live forever in his presence with him. You see, he is amazing and he wants to minister to you. You. Yes, you. He wants to minister to you. I want to pray for you so that you don't have to bow your head. You don't have to close your eyes. And I just want to say, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, Touch everybody's heart that can hear my voice today. Touch them, Lord. Holy Spirit, draw them into the presence of Jesus. Let there be a reality in their life that those who don't know him will give their hearts to him. And those who know him but have walked away will come back, not to a church, not to an organization, Father, but to you, a loving Father who wants to continuously pour his love out on them. And so, Lord, I ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you very much. And I pray today will be the best day of your life. Thank you for listening. And a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.